Hey listener, this podcast is called Trigger Warning Romance for a reason. It is intended for an 18 plus audience due to the adult context and triggers that may be discussed in each episode. Please check the show notes for a full list of triggers and proceed with caution. You have been properly warned. It's time to count off the triggers. Hello, and welcome to Trigger Warning Romance, everybody. I'm Nat. I'm Tori. And today, we have another trope talk for you, because uh, we suck at reading lately, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Today, we're going to do... It's a conspiracy. Yes. Um, Today, we're going to do an age gap trope talk for you. So, you seem to have liked the first trope talk we did, so we're going to roll with it, because... My kids are sick again, and Tori's been traveling, and she was sick, and it's just, it's not happening, guys. It's not happening. We will be back to our regular scheduled books sometime before Christmas. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. Let's let's get into some delicious age gapness, though. Okay, well, first of all, right off the bat, what do you consider to be an age gap? How many years? Okay, so at least, at least 10, right? I think. Anything below 10 is just gap. (laughs) Like, it's not anything major. Okay, because that's how I judge mine, too, so. Okay. Some people were calling, like, a seven-year difference an age gap, and I was very disappointed when I... Yeah, I think it has to be at least 10 years. Oh, seven years is not, like horrible you know what i mean like i'll read it but i don't consider that age that's just a regular romance that's just a regular romance it's just not and that doesn't mean it's bad no absolutely doesn't fit check the mark for an age gap when that was what i was looking for agreed well at least we are on the same page there what do you like about age gap oh boy (laughs) there is something just inherently yummy about the older man who knows what he's doing and is experienced and capable of taking control and taking what he wants. Mm. I can believe that alpha persona better from an older character than a younger character. Yeah. So, you know, these high school romances where the kids are, you know, 17 and 18, 19, I sometimes have difficulty seeing them as the badasses that they should be portrayed as. 100% agree with that. Especially in the bedroom, right? We've had this conversation before and we're like, if you're 18, like, there's no way you know what you're doing. (laughs) You know? Um, Because it takes practice to really know what you're doing. There's nothing wrong with it either. Like, you know, I think it's kind of fun and cool to read about two two characters who both are like discovering you know and learning together that's hot yes but what i i agree what i like in an age gap is 
And we're talking about here where the man is older than the, well, yeah, the hero is or older than the heroine. Yes. Um, because in romance, age gap is always the man is older. Reverse age gap is where the woman is older. I've read a couple of those that are really good. Yeah, those are hot too. Um, I do prefer the regular age gap though, and that just might be my my warped brain. <laughs> um, with the way I was brought up and stuff, but yeah, I agree. It's hard. It's hard to read. That's why I also don't like reading books where the the main characters are in high school. But I, well, okay, I'll come back to that thought. I like the high school books. I read, you know, I will read them with no problem. Some mm-hmm. of my favorite series are Academy series. Yeah. But I don't always read a character as the age that the number that the book says it is. Yeah. I usually moderate them to where I am the most comfortable with them being. Okay. In my brain. Um, Because... I, I have hit the point where I cannot do the self-insertion with most characters anymore yeah. because of the, if I do it from an age perspective. Yeah. Um, okay. So I age them instead of aging me. Okay. I like that. I just, I think there's just something inherently really attractive about an older man who knows what he's doing. And an older man usually comes with usually not always, like more power, more wealth, more knowledge, more confidence. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's a more, more everything and it's a very well polished kind of, I don't know, because like a lot of, a lot of, as women, I'm not, thankfully I'm not like this, but um, a lot of women end up mothering their husband or significant other because they're such like immature children right and like they need to help with everything oh yeah that don't fly yeah like that shit just don't fly here i'm gonna call out my uh, my bff doctor friend right she was with her ex for a long long time and i do feel and i've said this to her like he was like a man child she did everything for him you know like she drove she did most of the driving not that that's like inherently something that the man should do but i feel like you should at least do it equally Mm -hmm. um she did literally everything for him and now i mean he's also just a problematic human being in general but it's fine don't worry about it she's on to but um to bigger and older and better things quite literally good for her so yeah so now when we talk and she tells me about her current partner and like he said she said something like oh like he made his own plate and i was like yeah like that's normal like you shouldn't be making his plate for dinner like every now and then sure but like that shouldn't be like a normal standard kind of thing so i I think that's the other thing that's really like the the older man tends to like take care of you Right. And it's it's nice to be taken care of. I think that it adds to the the safety feeling. Yeah. And 
so many of these dark romances have darker things in them that having a place of safety is never a bad thing. No. And when we talk about dark romance, a lot of it is mafia. And as we touched on in our mafia trope talk, uh, the men are just always going for these, like, virginal 18-year-olds. <laughs> so, I mean, again, in real life, I feel like it's really problematic. But everything we talk about in, in these books in real life is problematic. So this is just in books, guys. We, sh- we should It should go without saying we 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 insert that in so that way when something happens, nobody can sue us. It's it's yes. just to cover our ass. CYA <laughs> all the way. Yeah, this is just. I mean, it's all it's a fantasy and it's fiction, and um, we're not going to have that talk again. But yes, um, I don't know. Like they're they're always going for that pure eighteen year old right out of high school. How many of them last week did we say like, oh yeah, he kidnapped her right out of graduation? I know. There were at least four. Yeah. It's it's a popular trope for a reason. People like it. People like it. Well, what is what is your first age gap that you think of or that you <sighs> that you like the most? Oh, no, no, scratch that. We are not going to use liking most or least because yes. we like all of them. And they're all fabulous or we wouldn't be talking about them. Yes, if if they've made the list, they're good. <laughs> so um, this one, it just came to mind. And I actually, it's funny to say, because I don't know what the exact age, age gap is. I don't know if it's that 10 year that we were talking about, but it's maybe, you know, it's Sinner by Sierra Simone. Have you read Sinner? I know that it's an age gap, but I have not, but I do not remember how long it was. Yeah. I, I don't remember like how big the age gap was, but I mean, if anybody has read Sierra Simone, holy Jesus. Anointment oil. Yes. That's not this book, though. This is Sinner. This is his brother. This is his brother, which I actually prefer this book to Priest. I think this one's hotter. Really? Yeah. I really, really liked this book. I just like Sierra Simone. I think she's just very, very talented. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, I will read anything she writes. I will literally read her grocery list. But um, what I liked about this book is it's it's the one where it's his brother and his his brother's little sister, like his best friend's little sister. Sorry. I love that trope as well, where it's like brother's best friend or. Um, best friend's brother. Yeah, best friend's brother. Love that stuff. Um, so this is, I don't remember this guy's name, which is horrible. Um, (laughs) but I think it's Sean, Sean Bell. I think, I think it's Sean. Let's see. Because good, good reads know what his name is. I should have done a little bit more research, but sorry guys. It's horrible. Um, but he's like the typical playboy. He doesn't believe in religion because of all the backstory that we found out in Priest. And he meets this absolutely stunning girl at some fundraiser or something. And they dance and they have this moment. And he's like, she's beautiful. Like, I need to take her out. Like, I want want in that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And she won't tell him her name. She says her name is Mary. 
Um, and then we come to find out that it was like her last hurrah and she's becoming a nun. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, and she is his best friend's little sister, but they haven't seen each other in a long time. And um, part of the reason is she was like away doing nun things that like wherever. So um, she has this talk with somebody i don't remember like one of the nunnery people and she comes to him and she says i need you to test me because as you know like if you if you go into the nunnery like that's it like no more fun yeah (laughs) right so you really have to commit so she pretty much um comes to him because they have this mutual attraction where they really really like each other at least on in a physical way and then they proceed to do all sorts of dirty things throughout the whole book um, in in all sorts of places. <laughs> <laughs> and um, obviously at the end, they, she does not become a nun and they live happily ever after. Excellent. But it's an age gap and it's a best friend's little sister on top of it so it and it's taboo because she's a nun or a nun in training i don't really know what the the term is but it was really hot um not super dark but like probably like medium dark okay because of, of like the backstory and um there's a lot of like religious stuff so if you're not like i'm not a religious person we've talked about it but if you have some like maybe religious trauma Maybe don't read this one. Uh, but it was really freaking hot. And it made me cry. What's um, what's one that you want to share with us? Dreffy Annis wrote the Quarantine series. Yes. With Milo and Raven. And that was... I will I will pray at the Church of Milo any <laughs> any day of the week. But she's got a spin-off of that. It's a duet called the Chaos Duet. And it is a forbidden age gap romance. Best friend's little sister. <gasps> oh okay. yeah, gets her book. Oh yes. I actually haven't read that, which is bananas, because I love Dorothy as well. That is bananas, and you you need to go read that. You will you might remember Brandon as one of Milo's friends mm-hmm. who helped him build the company. Yes, and you might remember that Mia had a massive crush on Brandon when she was you know a little girl. She she followed him around and did all of those those things that we do when we're you know eight and think a boy is really hot but also might have cooties so she intersperses the story with flashbacks and it sounds like it would be confusing but it's not it is it is very clear which time they're in but the use of the history to really nail home the present was really well done because Brandon is one manipulative motherfucker. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> he he doesn't kidnap her because she goes willingly. 
but he takes her to a secluded cabin for for a a specific romance reasons. Okay. And she's just supposed to be there for the weekend. And oh, this is also a hidden identity. He doesn't remember, he doesn't recognize her. Oh, okay. So kind of like um same same as Sinner. Kinda, yeah. Um she knows who he is. He does not know who she is. Yeah. She thinks he does. Oh. So when he says, you know, I need to, I, I, I really need company for this weekend. She says, okay, but I have to, I have to be back by, by Monday or whatever. So he takes her to this secluded little cabin and basically decides I'm going to keep her. He tricks her into giving her giving him her virginity oh my god i'm gonna go read this like right now it is just and how much older is he do you remember by any chance i want to say 11 years i think it was 11 yeah but he leaves her alone to go do romance reason things and he comes back to find that she has escaped and he has no way to get in touch with her. Oh, wow. Because he has no idea who she is. Or does he at that point know who she is? No, he he saw a driver's license of her fake name. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a whole story behind her name choice. Okay. But I don't want to spoil that for you. No, no, I'm because I'm going to go read it like as soon as we hang up here. The way that it weaves together is just beautiful. But I think almost anything Dressy writes is beautiful. I she's yeah. she's one of my one of yeah. my top ones. She's a one click author for me, absolutely. Um, I actually might even own it. I just haven't read it yet. Um, might be in my Kindle somewhere. But that actually brings me to, of course, tangent number one. Here we go. Okay, what is our first tangent for the night? Okay, so I've had a book idea in my brain, and I I have made a TikTok video about this, but I'm gonna put it out into the ether of the podcast. I this idea has not left my brain; like it has a chokehold on me. Okay, but we all know I'm not about to write it, so I give you permission, authors of dark romance, <laughs> use my idea, and you can contact us. You know how to contact us. Um, all our links are in show notes. If you need further direction or if you want to bounce ideas off of me. I have the perfect idea for a dark romance. Do you know, have I talked about to you about this before? I'm not sure. Start talking and I will let you know. Okay. So the um, the most northern city in the world is, um, this, is it Swedish or... Norwegian, I don't know, but it's like right near the North Pole, and it's called shit. Uh, Svalbard, Svalbard. It's an island close to the North Pole, and it's really remote. Obviously, it is um, where it's located. They have polar night for like two and a half, three months, where it's just dark, right? Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful and cold. It's actually on my bucket list of like, I want to go there during polar night and like 
see it happen. Um, and maybe this will happen to me. <laughs> but, okay, so our heroine, for romance reasons, ends up on this island, right? Okay. Because they actually do have a pretty big tourist situation over there. But she could be a student going to study. She could be a researcher going to study. She could be a tourist. Doesn't matter, right? But she stumbled in this beautiful hotel on Salberg, and she meets this billionaire Viking man. And he becomes insta-obsessed with her. And when it's time for her to leave, he kidnaps her to a remote little cabin because they have these, these little cabins all over this island. But you can only get to it by like either sled dog or like uh, one of those uh... snowmobiles. Mm-hmm. That's right. So he kidnaps her to like because he's super rich, right? He's got this like off-grid little cabin that nobody knows about and he keeps her there oh my god i am i am picturing the unabomber and it's bad (laughs) no please don't do that no he's hot (laughs) (laughs) sorry you know who i technically was picturing it kind of gave me um dylan page's mercy vibes That one is actually further down on my on oh, my yeah. list. Oh yes, I'm sure we'll talk. I I'm I didn't put it on my list because actually it is on my list, but we one of us can talk about it. We can both talk about it. We will both rave about it. Yes. <laughs> um. But yeah. What? How cool would that be? Or another idea, since it's and and then like it's perfect because she can't escape because it's dark. It's freezing. She has no way of getting out. There's literally no way. He can like there's he can hide the snowmobile key. You can't leave. You can't walk, you'll die. Like it's perfect. Or he could be a vampire. Because it's dark for three months out of the year. Full dark. There's no reason to go hide from the sun. Anyway, this book doesn't exist, but if anybody wants to write it for me, come at me. I'm sure you guys have nothing better to do. Oh, anyway. Um, I guess. Uh, who, whose turn is it? Is it my turn? Yours. To tell you what a book? Okay. Um, my next book is Wanderlust by Sky Warren. It's, uh, I don't know the exact age gap either, but it's really, really big. I think at least 15 years, maybe longer, um, not longer, maybe bigger. But it is about um, Evie, who is this really sheltered girl who go whose mother is pretty horrible, and she like kept her. Her mother is agoraphobic, and she pretty much kept her at the house. Like she wouldn't let her go anywhere. So when she turned eighteen, she finally left home to go on like an adventure and find herself. Well, um, she her very first night. <laughs> In the world, she turns into a a motel and runs into this super rugged trucker who is much older than her. And he breaks into her motel room and non-cons her and then kidnaps her and takes her with him on his trucking journey. Well, now. (laughs) And she um, and then they they go through um, a whole bunch of. Like, see, like, they go through a whole bunch of stuff together. Um, 
I don't want to ruin it. She does escape him eventually. Uh, but then, obviously, there is an HEA at the end where they do get back together. And it's actually really hot. Are there grovels? No. Okay. Just Not making sure I... He is completely unapologetic about what he did to her. No grovels. As far as I remember, there's no grovels. Um, but... Like I said, it's pretty It's pretty horrible. It's a really beautifully written book. And what I liked about this book is it's not your usual older, super successful, super wealthy man, right? Like, because he's just like your average hero. He's a, not that he's poor, but he's a trucker. Like, he, he's not a multi-billionaire. He's a, you know? a blue-collar guy. Exactly. Just like a regular dude. Um, but yeah, he keeps her captive in the back of his truck throughout for like a long time and continues to non non-con her <laughs> in the back of that truck fascinating it's a really hot good book um and they end up uh it, it's it's they end up in like niagara falls niagara falls is a big like plot point in the book because she wants to make it to niagara falls to, to look at it because like she's just read about it and like this magnificent thing um and but like the 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 heroine is very too stupid to live but i feel like it's understandable because she's led this super sheltered life like her mom literally wouldn't let her go like she didn't go to school or anything like she, she just kept her home it was hor- her mom is probably a worse abuser than this dude so yeah yeah um so check all the triggers but it's um it's a big it's an age gap. <laughs> what else you got for us? Okay. Um, this one, I was thinking of you specifically. Oh, thank you. Can't wait. Um, because it's one you probably haven't read yet because it doesn't get nearly enough love. It is Toxic Whispers by Candace Wright. It's a spinoff of her underestimated novels um, with tangential characters. Okay. You can completely read it as a standalone and you're not going to miss anything. Um, it's a billionaire damsel in distress. A sex trafficking ring is broken up. And she is one of the slaves that was that was freed. She didn't have a name, only a number. She was six. And her uh, brainwashing isn't the most technical term, but it's what I'm going to use. This the trafficker's ability to manipulate and fuck with her mind was incredible. But when they free all of these people, she doesn't have anywhere to go. Mm-hmm. This is part of the collateral damage books. Hmm. Um, there are three of them. So if you see a one that says it's part of a, a, a series, it is. But she has no place to go. And the guy who saves her is like, well, I know a place you can stay. 
and he calls his buddy up and he says, hey, I need a favor. And his billionaire friend who lives out in the middle of the woods in this beautiful home brings in this very shell shock, incredibly traumatized, beaten down girl. And he has to, not only is it about making him fall, making her fall in love with him, there's also an element of him making her fall in love with her. Mm -hmm. And with her progression and dealing with everything. I will say that the hero does actually purchase her, but he does actually purchase her. So there, there technically is a, an element of that, but he's doing it as part of the rescue mission, but money does change hands. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's quite dark. Um, there's, Attempted sexual assault, violence, implied child sexual assault, um, trafficking, PTSD, death of a character. It does have a happy ever after. There is an HEA, but it it gets pretty, pretty deep. Okay. Um, but there is a lot of non-consent or, or consensual non-consent. I'm sorry. Okay. And he loves primal play. Ooh, okay. One of the reasons he lives out in the middle of the woods is because he enjoys chasing his women down. Gotcha. So there's there's several good scenes of that. The the book itself was was hot. I I gave it five stars all the way down hand when I read it. It was it was fantastic. That sounds great. I am totally gonna read that as well. Um, I think that I, I've come across that book. I don't think I've never read it, um, but I have come across it in my perusing. So, um, well, I love Candace Wright. She, yeah, she's done my fa- probably one of my favorite reverse harem series of all time. Yeah, it's de- definitely in the top three. I like everything she writes. I haven't read a book that she's written that I didn't want to read again at some point yeah okay well i'm gonna tell you about 56 by seven rue okay it's one of the most taboo books i've ever read in my life it's i don't consider it dark it's not dark romance we've talked about this book a little bit before Mm -hmm. but um it they have a, a huge age gap he's 56 and she's 18 and a f- like, I think that's one of the biggest age gaps I've ever read when it comes to, like, contemporary. And we're not talking about, like, vampires or zombie. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if it's just, like, regular humans. I don't think I've read a bigger age gap than that. Um, yeah, because she's 18 and he is 56. And this is uh, my dad's best friend book. Ah, okay. So this, uh, our heroine is... I think she's in college or she's just starting college. And she has uh, like an OnlyFans kind of situation going on where she wears a ski mask <laughs> and does things for camera. Okay. Um, And he is this um, wealthy, he's like her dad's business partner or something like that. I haven't read it in a while, to be honest with you. 
but he's like rough, short-tempered alpha for sure, like an alpha alpha male. Um, and he finds out be- that she has this um, website because he like walks in on his brother watching her or something like you know through the web webcam and mm-hmm. he recognizes her voice and then he decides to teach her a lesson um it's it's a hot book uh, i don't again it's if you just go into it like expecting a lot of like smut i don't think there's not a lot of like to be honest with you plot you know it's just like a sexy book but okay. it has orgasm denial, degrading, spanking. There's actually water sports in this, which I'm not a fan of. But keep in mind, if you are, or if you aren't, like that's ha- that happens in this book. Okay. There's breath play. They do everything. <laughs> they do everything. Well, it sounds like a good time. Yeah. Um. There's no non-con or anything like that. She's very willing. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff that uh, I was like, what the hell did I just read? <laughs> um, again, not, a, I'm not, um, obviously it's on the, on my list because it's such a big age gap. I, I think I had to put it on this because like if you're talking about age gap, you have to talk about this book. Again, not like the most lot heavy book but if you're just into if you just want to read something super like smutty and i think it's pretty short too okay um with a whole bunch of kinks then this is the book for you it's not on ku it's not on kindle at all i think you have to get it from her website because her books are so taboo wow amazon doesn't carry them i don't i don't think i've read anything of hers i've heard her name yeah a lot but I know nothing about her style. This is the only this is the only book I've read by her. Because I think this was obviously before the podcast, but everybody in one of the Facebook groups was talking about it. So I was like, all right, let me read it. And again, I enjoyed some of it, but um a lot of the stuff I wasn't really into, but I figured I would put it on the list because it is a huge age gap. Okay. That is very smutty. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I've read any other stuff, but I know none of her books are on, on, on Amazon. That says something right there. Yeah. So go in with all the trigger warnings. I am going to take your father's best friend and counter it with Adelaide Forrest's wrong. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I have that on my list too. Go. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. It goes without saying it's an excellent book. It's an Adelaide Forest book. Mm-hmm. So you know to go in with, with high expectations. It is part of a, I believe it was a seventh book series mm-hmm. of interconnected standalones. Yeah. Descent is part of that. Yep. So that is the uh, Blackheart Romance Presents Heaven and Hell. Yeah. They're all connected through that sex club. That's the only connection they have. Well, our hero is a member of the sex club. 
he negotiates via a third party a contract for a consensual non-consent kidnapping scene off the street. Mm-hmm. And he describes the woman that he wanted who signed the contract as with, with this, you know, incredible red hair and very pale skin and just a spattering of freckles. And he is waiting outside the coffee shop where, where he is going to snatch her. And he sees her or who he thinks is her. Now, I don't remember at what point he realizes that she has called him uncle for their entire life. Yeah. Is was it before he kidnapped her or after? After. He doesn't realize that. He doesn't believe because so he ends up kidnapping um his best friend's daughter and he's had the hots for her for let's just say as long as she's been legal i guess (laughs) because she's in college um and he kidnaps her because she has this red rose and the lady that he was supposed to kidnap was supposed to have a red rose and i think she only got it because somebody like gave her a red rose like like a a like not a boyfriend but like an admirer gave her a red rose Mm -hmm. so he's just mad because a this brat has joined a sex club. <laughs> B, that she is flirting with some other dude because our, our dude's irrational and jealous possessive, which I love. Um, and so he's like, oh, so you want to play this? Like, I'll, I'll give you exactly what you signed up for. Like, he thinks that she signed up for this non-con situation. She did not. And he didn't. Be- and she, the whole time that he's non-conning her. She's saying, like, please, uncle, like, I never, like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I never signed up for anything. And he doesn't believe her until the next morning when he gets a text message from the lady that he was supposed to kidnap. And she's like, way to stand me up, douchebag. <laughs> but at that point, it's too late. Our man has been inside. I think she was a virgin. If she I believe. was. Yeah. It um, was a brutal virgin scene. Yeah. Because the non-con in this was... It was intense. This was intense. Little graphic. Yeah. Very well right. done. Hot as hell. I mean, it's Adelaide Forest. What did we expect? <laughs> True. Um, yeah. So he ends up like imprinting to the nth degree at that point because not only has he had the hots for her for this whole time, now that he has had her, he's not going to not have her ever again and he very quickly decides that he's going to knock her up there's forced pregnancy in this as well yes that's a big element um but yeah he doesn't realize that he fucked up until after until the morning after because i think he said he makes her call him uncle the whole time too if i remember correctly (laughs) i might be making that up but i think he does i don't remember that detail but i remember that it it's a short book. I think it's less than 200 pages. Yeah, it's a novella. It's very short. So it's a it's a quick, easy read, um, but it's a lot of fun. 
I also want her dad's book, though. I don't think that we're going to get it, but I really want her dad's book. I haven't read the other books in the besides Descent. I haven't read any of the others. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't get a book. Yeah, he needs a book. He does. I'm pretty sure he doesn't get a book because I think I read almost all. Of, I don't think I read all of them, but I read almost all of them. The other one was Hitman that I read. That was hot too. It was another non-con. He killed. He like shoots her. Ooh. Hitman. What was who's it by? Let me tell you. It's another uh, novella. Um. Yeah, Hitman by C. Hallman. It, I don't remember the. It was a very short book. Um, but I do remember that he, um, she, she, she's um someone who he has to perform a hit on so he goes to to kill her oh they end up having sex and then in order to prove that he has killed her he shoots her in like the leg or something and then kidnaps her and they live happily ever after like changes her identity and everything but one of the last scenes is him shooting her (laughs) shooting her and she's like you shot me um hmm, yeah sorry uh, tangent number two <laughs> at least that's kind of book related as well oh man but yeah wrong was so hot um i read like i said i've read not all of those books but i read a good amount of them god they're hot um my next book is an omegaverse that i have touched on before but it is one of my favorites, and I reread it a lot. It is Omega Awakening um, by LV Lane, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hop in and say Complete Control by LV Lane. It's an they're both a part of the same series. So Omega Awakening um, is about an Omega who just turns eighteen, and she um, she goes to this clinic to be injected because she hasn't presented yet we all know omegaverse right there's not enough omegas too many alphas all that nonsense so um in order to boost the omega uh i guess uh population they have come out the government has come up with a serum that if you have any sort of omega inkling if you inject it sometimes you are you present as an omega and obviously the people who go do this their families get a bunch of money this is like a cinderella retelling in a way that's the way that lv lane has marketed it okay so the evil stepmother brings this girl to the clinic to get money and she goes through with it and yes she becomes an omega and she apparently is there's all different kinds and she's an empath omega, which is very rare, like one of the rarest omegas. And they are not somebody who gets allocated to like the war that they're having because okay. they're too sensitive. So they're extra wanted because they like know what their alphas want. And like uh, they can be trained really well, all that, all the, all the sexy things we like. So um, this alpha who is they don't say his age but she's 18 and he is a he's apparently like a silver fox so he's old 
Okay, we don't know how old, but he's old. Like in his 60s, I would say, 50s, 60s. Um, He finds out about her. And he pretty much manipulates the shit out of the the place she's in to um, rig her choosing him. Because there, there's supposed to be a, a fair way to for her to choose the alpha she wants to go to. But he... He pretty much like he rigs it. He rigs it in in a sexy way um, that she chooses him. I don't want to ruin it for you guys, but pheromones are involved, <laughs> and he like watches her obsessively through the cameras the whole time. Um, she has sex with another Omega in front of him, and uh, that's okay for him. Apparently, like. He got up, he gets off on that, but then they want to get her acquainted with a beta, and he's like, No, that's it. Like, you're not like she's not allowed to be touched by anybody but me. So, well, I'm going to inter- throw this out there hmm. that could be construed as cheating. So, if cheating is they're not together, oh, they're not together yet. Oh, okay, never mind, scratch that. There's no cheating, so um. She's in this program that's supposed to teach her to be an Omega, right? So mm-hmm. one of the ways is to be around other Omegas. And so uh, this other male Omega is placed in her room to help her heal and, like, get to know her Omega side. And they they become, like, a couple for, like, a week or two. And they have sex. So there's no... And he watches her, like, through the camera have sex with okay. the, the other guy. Um. Anyway, it's really hot. There's a lot of this. This man is one of the most manipulative men I've ever read about. Easily, I love the manipulative ones. Yeah, he manipulates everybody, every single person, um, into having her. And then he's like, then she finds out because she thinks she chose him, right? Like she thinks she willingly chose him. So when she finds out that he rigged the whole thing. And she had no choice. She gets really upset. And this is the point where you think he's going to grovel. But he's like, no. I think the quote was like, "Does it? do I look like the type of man that leaves anything to chance? And she's like, no. Like, so of course I wouldn't. Like, not on something this important. So there's a tracker. He puts a tracker in her. Oh, this has all the good stuff. He does everything I want. He's so hot. His name is Woodrow. And he has stolen a piece of my smutty, smutty hot heart. And then the other one that's in the same universe, I've talked about also complete control, is an 18-year-old Omega female. And it is uh, some, he's like the head of his operations. It's like a military, this is like a military book. But they're Omegas and like alphas. It's, it's like a sci-fi book. This is the one I was t- trying to get um mr savage to read and i described it to him as a sexy star wars because <laughs> there's like different planets and there's like an intergalactic war and anyway that's the, that's another hot one and that's almost like a rejected mates one because he saves her um the complete control i think his, his name is hudson he saves her from an attack by the 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 their enemies and he like rips this dude in like he rips the whole room in half for her 
and is the hottest thing in the world, like barehanded, just like yanks spines. And then she she hasn't presented at that point, but she then presents because of all the stress and then like being in like in front of an alpha with all the alpha pheromones. Mm-hmm. She presents right in front of him and proceeds to like hump him <laughs> because she's an omega, like going into heat. And she has no idea what's happening. It's amazing. And he's like, no, you're too young. Like, I can't be with you. He does spank her real hot, though. And then, because she's apparently misbehaving. <laughs> but then, years later, I think five years later, um, she gets placed on his team for the war. And uh, it's really hot because she's really mad at him for being an asshole to her. So... In in these books, we have to read these books for the podcast. Oh, I'm telling you, I've got them. I've, I've got them on our list. I know they're so hot, though. Um, by the time we get to them, I already I would have already told you about all of them. Um, uh, part of the the way that I love LV Lane's brain. Part of this whole thing is Omega. She's a healer, so she can heal through kissing. So obviously that's very um, lucrative for the war because if something happens and you get injured, you have a healer right there who can heal you. Mm-hmm. So the way they allocate omegas because they're too weak to fight and they don't have the they don't have the kind of personality that could kill. Mm-hmm. They have an alpha who's protecting them. So he's protecting her, but in order to make it extra incentivized for him to protect her. They have to sleep together. So they bond. Now, is he telling her this as a manipulation or is this actual? Oh, no, this is like the rules. Okay. But she's like, I'm not going to sleep with you. I'm not giving you my investment. That's like the word they use. I'm not giving you my investment. Um, And you can't take that away from me. And he's like, all right, cool. And then he ends up manipulating the shit out of her and she ends up investing when she doesn't mean to. And then once she invested, like he can do whatever he wants to her. It's hot. Oh. It's so good. Um, like I said, that's another one that's an age gap. And I don't know the exact age gap, but I know that she's very young. When they first meet, I think she's only 17 or 18. And then when they meet again, I think she's like, I don't know, 20 or 25, something like that. And he's much older. I think he's like in his 40s. Okay. And then, and then in the other another book, in the series, I think absolute control, um, they take a thruple of another omega, uh, a male omega, and they become a thruple, which is hot, because it's the two omegas and the alpha. I don't know that I've read. I've read a couple of books that had two omegas, but is it an impreg too? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Impreg. All the, the whole sh- shebang. That's what I've learned through reading LV Lane. Is Tori, you know what I discovered? I don't mind a why choose book as long as they're all in a relationship together. Like, I don't like it when it's just the w- woman having a relationship with the, the different men. Mm-hmm. But like, and I think my max is two. Like, I don't think I need more than two guys. But I just... This was going to be my palate cleanser, but maybe I'll give it to you early. I just read Savage Control by L.B. Lane, that arc. 
about the two deltas and the one gamma and the two delta males were already in a in a relationship and then they met her savage control savage control they were already in a relationship and then they met her and then they became a thruple and that was hot and the swords cross and everything so that's 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 my little tidbit about myself apparently i like it when they're all involved i don't like it when it's just the one lady and the men separately I want the swords to cross. Damn it. Oh, you need to read Man- Manix. Okay. Yeah. You've told me about it. It's a reverse harem. Yeah. It is one of the best Omega verses that I. Yeah, you just. It's Manix by Grace McKinty. And I will talk about it really in depth because we're going to. I'm going to convince Nat. To read the reverse harem. At least the first book. I will read it. Don't worry. We will read it. Apparently I'm okay with them as long as they're all crossing swords. Oh, there are plenty of swords crossing. Yes. All right. Tell us about another one because I've been talking for like 12 minutes straight. (laughs) Well, we mentioned Mercy earlier. Mercy is on my list. It is age gap or not. This is just a fabulous book. Yes. It is the fourth book in the Bleeding Heart series by Dylan Page. And it features Jeremy, who is the crazy, homicidal, bipolar, fanatical killer that is brought in to take care of people when they need taken care of. Mm -hmm. And he's working for this really shitty cartel leader that has been causing problems through the first three books in the series. I would say that you could read Mercy by itself. Yes. But you're going to miss a whole lot. Yeah, I mean, that whole series is fantastic. Read the whole series. Read the whole series, just hands down. Yeah. But he ends up, he is in his early 30s, and he ends up kidnapping Naya when she is either just about to turn 18 or just has turned 18 she's in that like she's in that 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 place the cusp yeah and she is the police sheriff's or police deputy's daughter Mm -hmm. the police officer is he's trying to fight back against the corruption in his department because so many other cops are owned by this cartel leader that Jeremy works for tangentially. Mm -hmm. So in order to silence the dad, the bad guy tells Jeremy to kill Naya. He had seen her months before. He has been stalking her for months. He's been leaving flowers. Yeah. Calla lilies for her. And he doesn't understand why she thinks they're strange. Jeremy's entire brain process is really interesting to me because it's so basic and straightforward. He doesn't have a manipulative streak at all. If he wants it, he takes it and he owns that he wants it and then he takes it. Yeah. It was so brutal. It, it, yeah. That's, that's, I'm telling you, like the, definitely gave my, my little idea of Svalbard definitely reminded me of this book because he took her to like a remote kind of cabin in the middle of nowhere and 
they like lived their little life there for a while. And I mean, she's not there willingly at all. But again, like, where's she going to go? Well, she tries to run. She does. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't do her any good, but she tries. No. Oh, my God. And that, that scene where he um... stalks her through the woods. Oh, God. So hot. Oh, that book, guys, um, that book in my brain, at least when when Dylan put out the little teaser um, like postcard thing, the the hero looks like my husband. <laughs> and Naya, at least in that book, like because I think she is half um, black. Mm-hmm. But in the in that picture, she just looked like she had like curly hair. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, it's me and my husband. Well, remember, he goes out of his way to get to get her the, the stuff to detangle her curls. Yeah, so cute. He tried so hard. Yeah, I love that book, man. I want to go reread that. Um, yeah, but well, you know, the fifth book is coming out. Yes, I can't wait for that. Echoes. I don't Echoes. I know there is a date. I just don't know what it is. Hang on. And that's about, um, oh my God, what's his name? It's the Shay. Shay's, yeah, Shay's son. I can't wait for that book. That book's going to be so hot. Damn it, Dylan. All these other books I want to read. And it is scheduled for September 30th, 2023. Yes. And she's got a note that the release date is a placeholder. Mm hmm. Um, so it will probably get moved up. Yeah, I can't wait. But I will. We better not be recording the day that that one comes out because mm, no, my butt will be glued to it. You know, we could probably get an arc of that. I can get you an arc of that. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, and smile happily. I would love to be on Dylan's team. Dylan um, is my BFF at this point, so I can I can get us I I can hook us up. Well, if she needs more more team members, let me unfortunately know. I don't think she needs us at all. But I will bully us onto that team, like I have bullied us into other things. I am finally getting caught up. I've got two more arcs to do, and then I am back to my regularly scheduled arc schedule. Yeah. So life will be much. Much better than I'm only on a few arc teams, but only the ones I want to be on. You know, there are a couple that I should probably, I really probably should just decline completely. Yeah. Um, but I have a hard time telling people no sometimes. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yes, Dylan Page does no wrong. It's that's a hot book, and there's a scene in there. That where he like brands her with his knife mm-hmm. and then leaves her in a like cellar. It's crazy. But oh my God, when she sends him to the store to get tampons. Oh my God. Yes. I thought I was going to die. I couldn't breathe. I was laughing so hard. It, it was so funny. Yeah. She sent him to get tampons and then he's never done any of this because he's he's definitely a little like on the spectrum or something's wrong with him, right? Like like he's socially not there. Socially. He's a brilliant man, but socially just mm. and I think she's she asked him for like lemon flavored ones. <laughs> the pumpkin flavored ones. Yeah. 
I knew it was some sort of food. Oh my God, it's so funny. It was, yeah, that was great. I love that book. All right. This next one is, um, I figured I would plop it in. It is a male male. Oh. It is For Real by Alexis Hall. And it is about this older, it's a, it's a BDSM book. So it's about this older guy who has um, just broken up with his like long, long-term boyfriend. And I think he's like pushing 40 or something like that. And so, but he's a sub. So he, and, and he's missing that part of his life. So he goes to this like club and he needs this 19 year old Toby who is a dom mm-hmm. but like very new to this whole situation and um they just like hit it off and it's a it's about how he teaches him how to be a good dom like and also like rediscovers himself and his value and his worth and um he he like it, it's a beautiful book because it's it's all about like how he surrenders to him and like even though he's younger like so much younger than him and like the power d- dynamic is so different cuz usually mm-hmm. the older person is the person like who's the top right um so it's it's a really interesting switch to that and the, the whole book is just really great okay and like i said it's it's a male male so it's something a little different if you're interested in something that's not just like an older man and a younger woman. Um, and it's hot. I don't want I don't want to spoil a lot of it for you. I also don't remember a lot of it because I read a long, long time ago. So that's just like the basics of what I remember, but it was really, really great. And Alexis writes a good book. This was one of my first romance age gap books. Mm. And it it was the nine minutes trilogy. By Beth Flynn. Um, it is a MC story. And it is one of the most convoluted plot lines that has ever been written. So if you want a book that you can just read through and not think, this is not your book. Mm. Um but this girl is 15 when she is kidnapped outside of a, I want to say convenience store type place, little corner market kind of thing. Um, a guy on a motorcycle stops and offers her offers her a ride. She does what all smart 15-year-old does and gets on the back of his bike. Because that can't possibly be bad. I mean... It's set in the 70s. So Monster, who is the guy that, that kidnapped her, brings her back to this rundown hotel that the bikers have taken over. And she is by Monster's present to the president. Oh. Who decides to keep her? Of course he does. It is very much a plot-driven book. It is, the sex that there is good, but don't read it looking explicitly for the sex scenes. 
read it because the when you read the, the whole trilogy together, it is just a beautiful story because the nine minutes is the nine minutes that it takes the hero to die by lethal injection after he's been caught for kidnapping her. Holy shit. Okay. And she is there with her husband watching. <gasps> oh my God. Okay. Jeez. That's the first scene of the book. Oh my goodness. Okay. This is a romance? It's an HGA? Yeah. HGA. Okay. Multiple HGAs in within the story. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Um, it's one that I, I would like for us to read at some point because of course it is everything I want us to read at some point. Look, pretty much everything that I've <laughs> I've said to you today, I want to read for the podcast. But this one is, I know you don't like typical MCs stories. And this is really, the MC is the sideline to the story, Mm -hmm. not a a real factor in it. Yeah, look, just because it's not my favorite to read doesn't mean I won't read it. Like, you know, I'll read it, don't worry. Sounds sounds great. Uh, you got me with the. It took him nine minutes to die. I was like, "What? Oh my god!" And I never saw it coming. Yeah, I'm just gonna crazy. say, I didn't see her going where she went. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there are a couple of spinoff books that are just as good. Okay. Um, so nine minutes by Beth Flynn is is. Should be put on your list. Yes, please. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to give you one more and then maybe we'll just wrap it up because we've been talking for a little while. Yeah. So um, I have to look. Honorable mentions go to Zoe Blake and Anna Zares because pretty much all their books are age gaps. And like Tori and I said, if it's a mafia book, most likely it's an age gap. And that's what they write. So, but I have to touch on the last one that I read by Anna Zares, Devil's Lair. It's a duet, Devil's Lair and Angel's Cave by Anna Zares. And it's, and then I told you about the book that the last time about um, uh, the, my, why can't I breathe? The guy that, breathe, breathe. I am having a mental breakdown. Do you, do you hear me talking to myself? Well, I am sounding kind of crazy too, so. Godspeed, listeners. Godspeed. <laughs> um, I talked about the brothers' book last episode about the mafia trope. Yeah, this is um about a girl who is on the run from ruthless killers, and she is like down to her last dollar. Like she's got no more money. She's running like in this horrible car. And she happens to find this ad for a tutor for $3,000 a week in cash. Oh, my God. I started that. Yes. I started that book, but for some reason, I didn't get it finished. Well, go back. But it was on my list. It's it's an Anna's Ayers. It's freaking amazing. And then you have to, and then after you read those, that duet, you have to read the following duet. Um. Which I'm I'm still waiting for the second duet because I'm telling. Remember I told you like it ends with yeah the terrible beauty terrible beauty yeah, um, 
But yeah, he's much older than her. I don't I think he's in his 30s. And she's I think like 19 or 20. She just graduated like she was in she's she was in college. But she uh, this uh Russian mafia dude kidnapped his own son from from a um rival family and then he needed to disappear. So he like built this compound in Idaho. But his son is having some trouble adjusting because he's never really met him before and he's trying to teach him English. So anyway, she she takes this job and he's, of course, handsome and dark and obsessive and he imprints on her immediately and like they're just they have sex all over the place. and It's amazing. I think they only know each other for like two weeks or two no I'm sorry for two months and and he like makes her marry him it's amazing um I but think, it's I think that perhaps I started it and I was not far enough along in my dark romance journey to appreciate it yeah it was amazing I mean it's oh, it's an Anna Zares and anything by Anna Zares in my humble opinion is gold um just like anything by Zoe Blake in my humble opinion is gold so, I mean, we have to do honorable mentions because, like, the whole Ruthless Obsession series is an age gap. They're all, they're all, like, in their 30s, and I think all the women are in their early 20s. I want to give a shout-out to Serena Aykroyd okay. as an honorable mention because her Mafia series has not all, but the majority of them are age gap one's an arranged marriage one is a complete and total non-con blackmailed coerced marriage and the other one was just a surprise to everybody um but the age gaps are vary from i think like 10 years to maybe 21 something like that okay so and that that starts with filthy and the five points mob and you should read it yes see that's the, the problem is i should read all of these books <laughs> it's hard for me to read a book right now without going is this podcast material yeah right yeah i'm having the same problem i've honestly had a lot of trouble reading in general the past couple of weeks um, i have too yeah okay so it's just been rough. I've been doing a lot of rereading because it's easier for me. Mm -hmm. But um, even the things that I really, really know that I would like, like it's hard for me to to really immerse myself. But. Yeah, um, I, I've DNF'd more books in the last month than I have in the last two years. Yeah, I'm I'm having the same problem. I'm having a lot of problems. So I put them on. I'm putting them on a second chance list. Okay. Because it it may not be that the book bat is bad. It may be that I'm just mentally not prepared for that particular story that particular day. Yeah, I understand because we're also mood readers, you and I. So it's yeah, it's hard to go by the TBR because you're like, but I really want to read something like this right now. So. No, like the only thing I like really 
really want to read right now is like jealous possessive non-con that's all i want to read so if you guys have any suggestions and i haven't already read them send my way but that's the problem i think i've read all of them already start filthy okay filthy by serena Ackroyd. you will not be sorry the series isn't quite done that's fine um but they're they're mostly standalones but there, there is overarching storylines that so it's really hard to read them by themselves. Okay. Um. Anyway, any palate cleansers, my friend? I am reading. Um, not your damn Omega by Devin Sinclair. Um, it is a standalone, and it is not dark in the slightest. Although I have been reading it, my brain is in one of those those interesting places that I've got a non-dark book, and every time something happens, I'm thinking about how it could go dark. Yeah. So my mind is just racing with all of these possibilities. She is a twin of a of a famous actress, and has had it's an Omega verse. She they're both of Omegas, obviously. But all of these alphas court her because they see her as a replacement for their sister, for her sister. Oh. Because they want the famous one, but she's already found her pack. And then this this one sent matches to a pack of her very own. And it is just so sweet. And oh my God, the sex. There is all the sex. Everywhere. All the time. And it's well done sex too. This is one of the spiciest books I've read in a long time. Ooh, okay. So I know that that reverse harem sweet is not your cup of tea. Mm -mm. But for those of you out there who like it, absolutely pick it up. Sounds good. Um, I kind of already gave you mine, but Savage Control by L.V. Lane. That book blew my pants off, quite literally. It's so hot. I love L.B. Lane's brain. Her Omegaverse is one of my favorites. Um, I did sort of kind of bully her into writing this book. So um, I like just bothered her on TikTok so much that she about like promoting like her other um, her other Omegaverses in that in that series that she was like, oh, I kind of feel like writing my my next one. I'm like, yes, it's working. <laughs> um, it's really hot. I like that it's not an Alpha and Omega book, but it's a Delta Gamma book. And like I said, the Deltas are already in an established couple. And they're like almost like the adjacent. Um, the way she describes it is they're the adjacent to Alpha Omega. The Deltas are just like alphas physically, but they don't... Oh, how could I forget? They don't not. They have a hook. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say a hook? Yeah. They have a hook on their thingy. And that's that's how they... And they all bond in a pair. So, like, they pair bond with the gamma, who is just like an omega, but there's no pheromones. Like, you know what I mean? Like... Mm -hmm. But they still have a, a link and they all bond if they hook each other at the same time. So there's um, DP, 
And that's the way they bond is they hook both places at once. <laughs> well, that'll wake you that'll wake you up in the morning. Yeah. Uh it, it's so hot, guys. It is so hot. She is their therapist. Ooh. Yeah. They they find her they like all bond, not like not actually bond, but they, they find each other. They're in this crazy space battle where they have to hide out um, in a greenhouse or something for like hours on end until somebody can come save them. So, of course, what's what's someone to do when they're alone for hours on end? Um, they end up doing it and it's like the hottest thing ever. But then she flips out because she finds out that their deltas and deltas are very like territorial and they're just like alphas. They're very... Like, once they find their Delta, like, it's over. Like, they won't take no for an answer. And she's a very independent lady. She doesn't want to be in a couple of any sort. So she runs away, or so she thinks. And then they track her down, and they become her. She's a therapist, and they become her clients. And then they hook her. Literally. Quite literally. And it's hot. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. The swords cross. There's just some scenes with just the two of them. It's hot. It's really hot. And did you say this is out yet or is it coming it's out? It's out. It's okay. out. Yeah. I got it a little early, but it is out. You can read it. It's on KU. And I highly recommend that whole series. It's the Controller series by LV Lane. That is it. Um, I'm going to read you a, a, a very short but sweet uh, review. Okay. And we need more reviews, guys. So... Please, if you have not done so already, please rate and review on whatever app that you have, but specifically Apple, because it's the only one that you can write out a review for. It just helps us be put in front of other people who would be interested in something like us. To clarify, if you're not listening on Apple, you can still rate us. And Mm -hmm. we still ask for those five stars if you think we deserve it. Yes, absolutely. Just give us a rate and review no matter where. But um, this one is short and sweet. It's, um, it just says, I'm not alone. I found my people. (laughs) And yes, welcome to the Trigger Tribe. You have found your people. There is lots and lots of us and we are happy to have you. So I'm glad that we make you feel seen and that you're part of our little Trigger Tribe family. Thank you for being with us. I don't know what the hell we're reading next week. We are reading, well, we are scheduled. (laughs) I want to throw this out there. We are scheduled to read His for Christmas by Sky Warren. There we go. But I do want everyone to remember December is the month of holidays. Yes. You know, it is all about getting ready for Christmas. Nat has two small children that she has to get ready for Christmas. Yes. And things will be very busy for both of us. So Yes. Be understanding if there is a week delay or if things change unexpectedly. We're going to try. Yes. If anything, we'll do more trope talks or something like that because that's easy for us to pop out. You know, we don't have to read anything in advance for it. Um, Sky Warren is great. She was one of the authors that I talked about tonight. So I think you guys are going to like it. Um, And Nat's going to need to do some like side job for all the Santa presents that I need to provide this year. My four-year-old has gotten 
14-year-old taste. She asked for a makeup station with makeup. She's four. Wow. They grow up so fast. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then, like, all the other stuff. I'm telling you. I like, or, I mean, headphones and children shouldn't be listening to this. But Santa ordered all these presents. And they've come to a very astronomical number. <laughs> and so um, Santa might need to do some stripping on the side or something. Just for the Christmas season. I did, I took gifts when I went down to visit my family and I found the most beautiful illustrated copy of The Princess Bride. And that was what I gave my niece. That's beautiful. She's 10 and she's at that perfect age and wit to really appreciate it. Yeah. So they're going to read the book and then watch the movie. Amazing. That's my second palate cleanser. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. We hope you had a great time. Um, RIP your TBRs, because I'm sure now they're extra full, especially back-to-back Trope Talk episodes. So stay busy reading, and we'll see you guys next week. Have a great day, everybody. Take care. Bye.